Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. A'udhu billahi minash shaytan ar-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Wa bihi nasta'in. Wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala ahl baytah al-tayyibin al-tahirin. Through the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have an opportunity to transform ourselves from being a human being that is made out of the dust of this earth into becoming someone that is angelic in our behavior, in our qualities, in our, and in our resemblances. During the course of our life, our end goal is to enter into a state of purity that allows for us to see God and allows for us to see nature and allows to see us the way that we really are. God tells us in the Holy Quran, "Qad aflaha man that the successful ones are those who have purified themselves by seeking forgiveness, by emptying our heart of vice and filling it with virtue. This is the way that we allow for ourselves to reach that state of purification. And as we have been talking about over the last couple of episodes, that. Purifying oneself amongst those steps that we need to take is to be in a state of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To see God beyond anything and everything that we do. To remain focused and have a presence of mind and of heart in the midst of our prayers, in the midst of our fast, in the midst of our rituals and our acts of worship, but at the same time in regards to our interpersonal dealings with others, we see that everything in this life is an examination and a test, but through this test, I'm seeking on the path toward perfection. قَدْ أَفْلَهَا مَنْ The successful ones are those who have purified themselves. Who are those who have purified themselves? God continues. وَذَكَرَ اسْمَ رَبِّهِ Those who remember the name of their Lord, and are consistently in prayer. When we talk about those necessary steps to truly remain in the state of the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you take a look at your own actions, and I take a look at mine. That during the course of my prayers, that moment which is the most significant between me and God, which I perform five times a day, how much effort do I put forth in it to really feel the presence of God during the course of my recitations and the standing and bowing and prostrating of it? Or am I concerned with so many another thing? Which is why we have advice from some of our scholars that say that immediately after one performs their obligatory prayers, the first thing that they should do is take out a prayer bead and ask God for forgiveness. And sometimes it might seem very obvious why it is that we're asking for forgiveness because that's the moment when we are closest to God in, immediately after we pray, meaning. But others would say no. The reason why it's important for us to ask forgiveness from God immediately after we pray because that's the one obligation that God stresses so many a time within the Qur'an, Salat Amud al-Din, that prayers is the pillar of our faith. Yet during the course of our prayers, we're thinking about everything else except for God. So at that moment, let me ask God sincerely to forgive me. Because even in that moment that He commanded me to be in a state of focus in, it was so difficult and challenging for me to do so. That through the remembrance of God and training our minds and our hearts by fasting 
and by prayers and by supplication and so on and so forth. Hopefully the end goal is that we reach that state. The successful ones are those who have purified themselves, those who glorify their Lord and remember their Lord, and those who are consistently in prayer. But then over here, we know that we are challenged by so many an obstacle that prevents us from feeling that presence of mind, from going through those stages of hope and fear, recognizing the mercy, and at the same time seeing our, lonely, our lowliness and humbling ourselves in front of our Lord during the course of our acts of worship. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He knows that also. So He gives us the solution in terms of how we can be amongst those who truly know God and who truly ascend on this path of the remembrance of God so that it's taking us on this upward trajectory of truly recognizing His presence. God continues, and he states, Bel The reason why people, they don't remember their Lord, and they're not in that state of mind, is because they prefer this world. Bel No, you prefer the life of this world, God states within the Quran. Because of our attachment to all of the distractions, to that of wealth, to that of power, to that of accumulation, to that of consumption, to that of caring for ourselves instead of caring for others. The self-centricness that we live in and that our society encourages. We have been impacted so many away. We have been impacted so many away by the obstacles and the attractions of this dunya. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala thus, He offers us some comfort. And He states, وَالْآخِرَةُ this is the solution. He states, and know that the next life is a lot better and it's far more lasting. That everything in the world beyond this one is far greater than this. So why is it that we're so fixated in this world? It's become so important, especially during this month of Ramadan, to change our mindsets and to understand that with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's a far greater gift. That everything with God in the world beyond this one, that with paradise and all of the blessings that come along with it, the fruits of it, they taste better than they do in this world. The homes and the luxury in paradise is far better than what we experience in this dunya. Everything there is just better than it is over here. And it's far more lasting, meaning that when we experience any sense of joy in this dunya, we know that it's temporary. Because again, this life is Darul Bala. It's a place of trials and tribulations. There's going to be downs as much as there's going to be ups. That's just the reality of this world that we live in. And through recognizing that and reminding ourselves of the, temper, of the temporary nature of this dunya, we're able to sort of move ahead. I said that one day. Jesus, السلام, peace and blessings be upon all of our prophets, Peace and blessings be upon Isa, son of Maryam, and peace and blessings be upon our messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam and his family. It is said that Isa salam, one day, he was in the company of a king. And this king, he goes to him and he says, Oh Isa, he says, you are the one who can bring the dead back to life. And you are the one who can cure the leper. And you're the one who has all of these abilities. 
and you claim to be a prophet, a messenger of God. He said, if you really have all of those skills, why am I sitting on the throne as king and you're sitting, walking around as someone who's abstained from this dunya like a slave? To which Isa salam, he responds to him with these words that's really important for us to reflect and think about. He says, O king, he said, if you had in front of you some stale bread or if you had some fresh bread, which one would you eat? Every single rational person would say that of course they would eat the fresh bread as opposed to the stale bread. Everyone. To which the king, he responds the same. And Isa salam says, then know that this dunya is the stale bread and I'm waiting for the fresh bread. All I have to do is wait a couple of more days. This life is filled with a distraction unlike any other. We forget the temporary nature of it. With everything that is going around today, with the images that we're seeing on TV, our family members and community members are being impacted by this pandemic. We become so close to death and the mortality of our own beings that it can't be something that we continue to remain negligent of if we truly want to be amongst those who are the dhakirin, those who truly remember God, remember that, again, this world is not only this world, that this temporary nature of this dunya is not something that binds us and that limits us, but rather we have capacity if we see beyond the 60, 70, 80 years of our existence. And that's not easy to do. But through training ourselves, and again, calling out the names of God, training ourselves to be in a state, a real presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we'll find that sense of contentedness of the heart and seeing that when we become attached to things in this dunya, we remember that the world beyond this one is far greater and that we believe in a God of justice and that we believe that this world is a world of test and examination. So don't get so caught up in this world. But the world beyond this one is a lot better and it's a lot more lasting. That through the remembrance of God and through the remembrance of the temporary corporeal nature of this dunya, we have the opportunity to see closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during the course of these days and nights during the month of Ramadan. Walhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wa sallallahumma ala muhammadin wa ala tahirin Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram at Fayaz Jafar and look out for him on Facebook.